0: You're listening to WJMF Radio, the beat of Bryant. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm your host, Brian Cost, And today we have an outstanding episode in store for you. As you know, if you've listened before, along with discussing the latest news in all of sports, I love to talk with athletes of all backgrounds. However, on this episode, we will not just be sticking to only one sport. That is because the guest joining me on the program today is, in fact, a multi-sport Division One athlete right here at Bryant University. He recently made headlines over the weekend as he managed to, as he managed to uh, tie the school's high jump record with, as, as a freshman by achieving a height of 1.95 meters. That's just over six feet four inches for those. you yeah, grabbing your calculators at home. But when he isn't flying through the air with grace on uh, on on high jump, he can be seen throwing down ferocious dunks with the NEC champion men's basketball team. So that so without any further ado, hailing from Weymouth, Massachusetts, please welcome to the show, Mike Marshall. Mike, glad to have you here, man.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So I, I mean, for, first off, I'm just trying just trying to think. When it comes to high jump, are you uh, are are you just the first good guy we've gotten, or is Bryant or is uh or are or, or is Bryant just sucked this entire time? Like, what's the deal?
1: Um, I think I don't think they suck. I think for the level, um, if you have a kid jumping upwards of six, eight to seven feet, they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't come to Bryant. Fair enough. Um, so I think for I mean that height is probably a really good height for the NEC and the level that Bryant's in. Uh, obviously, and, uh, obviously
0: I'm joking here. I'm, yeah. I, I, I kind of just want to start things off. But mm. first of all, I mean, you know, congratulations on tying the record, man. Like, that's an incredible feat to achieve here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what were, what were going, what was going through your head when, when you were getting ready for that jump?
1: I mean, it, w- it was an amazing experience because the weather was, was pretty bad. I mean, it was kind of windy and yeah. stuff like that. And it was my first college meet coming right out of basketball season. I mean, I didn't know what, what, what to expect if so I was going to do really well, really bad, right in between. And I remember in the basketball group chat, uh, our coaches were sending out like the mandatory schedule for the weekend. They were like, we're going to the track at 1030. <laughs> like, like we're going to go see Mike. And like track is a real individual sport. Uh, you don't really coach against other guys and stuff like that. There's not a lot of talking. And the whole basketball team was right behind the, the high jump uh, Nat just talking crap to all the other kids cheering me on it I mean it was a great experience it was really fun I
0: love that man obviously that was something I was really interested in talking about and it kind of implored me to get you on the episode today so so this was something that you you knew those guys were going to show up so the men's basketball team for anyone who didn't see uh, when Mike was attempting uh to tie the record uh the entire men's basketball team was at the track uh literally cheering you on I I was like I was like this is awesome yeah like this how how was it? I mean, how grateful were you to see those guys out there?
1: Oh, I mean, and for them, it's like they they want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I see them every day. I mean, we're here all winter break, all fall and stuff like that. I mean, I'm with them. I don't know, four hours a day. And mm-hmm. it's just, it was a great experience to have them out there cheering me on for them to see it. I mean, it was just really cool. I mean, they're all my guys.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see coach Grasso. I Grasso see, was out there, I saw yeah. Tammy. I saw Adam. I saw, Adam. There, I saw yeah. literally all those guys yeah. cheering me on. I, I was like, Oh man, that, that, that's, that's gotta be an amazing feeling to yeah. to have those guys support. I mean, just knowing, knowing those guys, it's, it's gotta be something that's really special uh, for you. I, 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 I did track back in high school. I did, I was a sprinter and then, you know, I, I, I did baseball in the springtime. So mm-hmm. I, indoor. I would, yeah, so I only did indoor. I never did high jump, but from what I've, from what I basically learned, unless you come from like a family of track gurus Track is usually something that you pick up, try and do train almost for another sport. That, that's at least what it was in my case mm. for baseball. How was track introduced to you? And, it's, and then, yeah.
1: So it's really funny that you say that. So the high school I went to, their Academy in Braintree, for anyone who knows what that is, um, they wanted you to uh, play two sports. They really encouraged it. And uh, I was really focused on playing college basketball, and I didn't know what to do with my second sport. Uh, I wanted to play football, but I knew it just wasn't best for my interest. And the assistant basketball coach at there happened to be the men's track coach. So he he was like, you know what? Um, Just come out to the track team in the spring. This is my sophomore year. Yeah. Come on to the track. You can go to all your AAU basketball tournaments, and I'll write you down as a second sport. Come, 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 do a couple of meets with us, and that's fine. That's awesome. And I picked it up, and I was pretty good my sophomore year. And then last year, my senior year, I did really well actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, won the league and the Massachusetts. So. Yeah.
0: What was were you just a pure high jumper, or were were
1: there uh, other things that you tried to entertain? So in high school, I just I did a lot. I did the four by one relay, which is the 100 meter sprint yeah, yeah, yeah. times four. Um, the 200 meter sprint. Uh, and then all the jumping events, which is long, high and triple jump. Nice. And here uh, they just had me doing high jump, which is like my better event. So, yeah.
0: So, I mean, w- when you first got like, how, do, how did, uh, like, you, you know, the coach tells you to come out and, and participate in track. Mm. What was the process of him saying like, Hey, why don't you give high jump a shot? Cause again, like w- when, when it, you come out and you do track, it's like, all right, I guess I'm going to run like that. Yeah. that that's the general idea of what yeah. you do whenever you go to track. It's like, all right, I'm either going to run or I'm going to throw something. That's the idea mm-hmm. of it. You know, jumping, it's, it's kind of just like something that, that, you know, some that a lot of us runners will kind of just get thrown into at, yeah. over time. What was that? How did you, how'd you really kind of, you know, make your mark and get into that area?
1: Um, I don't really know. They kind of – they want me to come out in the spring and see what I could do, and it was just really confusing with my schedule with basketball. Yeah. Um, the basketball staff was completely fine with it. Uh, as you know, I mean, they came to the meet. They loved it. But uh, going forward, I knew I was only going to do high jump because that was something – that the track coaches think i could place in the league and uh it could get some points and i was interested in doing it so we may as well give it a shot yeah and uh first meet went well so i mean we'll see where it goes in the future but yeah absolutely big so, meet this weekend well but, yeah you guys got a big yeah.
0: meet this weekend obviously coming up and what i'm curious about is you know you, it, it says on your it says in your player bio that you that your you know pr for, for high jump in high school was 6-8 yeah so in Three quarters, so yeah. almost six okay. nine. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll, I'll give yeah. you. I'll give you anything. I'll give yeah. you that too. Yeah. So almost six feet nine inches. Mm-hmm. How confident do you feel that you might be able to set that that record at Bryant come come this year? I know you're coming off basketball, but how do you feel about about your chances?
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think I'm fine. Um, on last Saturday, me and my high jump coach, we did a uh, short approach, so okay. it wasn't the full approach that I'd usually come from. Meaning, you don't get the same momentum because of the up. weather. No, he just wanted me to ease back into it rather okay. than getting a full approach, messing up with my mechanics. Uh, so I've never even done, it was called a four-step, never really done that in a meet, but we gave it a try. And you tied the record. Tied the record. That's so, awesome, man. I mean, I think whenever he decides to move me back to like a quote unquote full approach, uh, work with him with some form, I think I can get that for sure. And I know the uh, top of the NEC is actually six, eight and three quarters. Oh, so, wow. I mean, I think by the end of the year and by the NEC meet, I can get that for sure, maybe even higher. Yeah. I mean, I've been working out all all winter with basketball, so.
0: I, I, I love to hear that, man. Yeah. That, that's, that's really awesome. So you mentioned, you know, having to come off basketball and your coach having to ease you back in. Mm-hmm. What's that kind of commitment like? I mean, obviously, you know, for a lot of people, you know, tr- like track athletes, just like, you know, all around cross country and track athletes. Yeah, you know, they'll, they'll typically have to do the grind of, you know, playing of you know be playing and possibly two, even three seasons. But for yourself, you know, you, you come from, you know, playing a very different sport in basketball mm-hmm. to then, you know, going out and competing in high jump. What's that kind of uh, commitment been like for you?
1: Uh, it was weird at first, um, especially with my coach kind of being so, per- so like precautious and I kind of like him uh, for doing that and it was smart and I kind of didn't, didn't agree with him at first about it. Uh, Cause I want to just go out there and do my own thing and jump just like high school in high school. I had no real coaching kind of just ran from a distance and I went and jumped over a thing, but he's been teaching me along the way. And yeah, I get six, four this week and maybe this weekend I get six, six and going forward, keep going up. And I like the, I don't know. I like the pace that we're going at. And I think it's really good coming out of basketball season that we're going at a slower pace. And uh, like you said, it is a totally different sport. I remember the first week of track practice, Uh, The workouts weren't nearly as bad, but I was in a lot of pain just (laughs) because the movements were so different. Well, yeah,
0: it's completely different muscles that you're working out, and it's it's something that I remember. I don't know. This is I'm gonna sound like a complete dork by bringing this up, but I remember you know I'd go from playing track to playing flag football, and I I, like it's it's weird because you know it'd be like oh you've probably you know played backyard football your entire life, but Mm. Just like working out those different muscles that you've never really worked before. Mm-hmm. And or at least in some considerable amount of time, it yeah. it does take an adjustment period to get back into. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I guess kind of going off that then, you know, what are how has your training probably taken some uh taken some priority over some of your other commitments that you've you know had here?
1: I mean, I wanna say social life has been very slim you know like i'm not living like the average freshman social life that yeah. you know the kid next door to me in the in bristol <laughs> will live you know but i mean i have no complaints with that in bristol's can bristol's kind of an animal yeah. yeah he's doing his yeah he's doing his thing i mean oh, jesus christ i'm waking up <laughs> at 8 a.m but uh he, no, he's uh, still he's still going from the last night oh he's going to class though yeah he's going to class oh That's yeah i'm not going to name any so he's going to class what? of course yeah. you don't have to yeah yeah <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't it's, we're not that kind of a yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're not an yeah, expose yeah, podcast, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, but yeah. <laughs> That's my example. I mean, the social life obviously cut. I got to prioritize basketball during the season. And now kind of I'm in my off season, but really I'm in a new season. Yeah. So, I mean, my off season is the fall and the summer in the summer I'm working out for basketball in the fall. I mean, we're basically practicing. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like a year round thing now. And I didn't, I didn't even sign up for that to come here, but now it kind of happened and I'm glad it happened.
0: Yeah. So it, then how did you get involved with, uh, with, with both at the D one level? Then like, how, how did, how did that come about?
1: Uh, so I came here just to play basketball Yeah. and uh, obviously the coaches found out my numbers, the track coaches from high school, and they're looking at Bryant's numbers and um, the NEC numbers. And they think I'd pr- do pretty well here in high jump. Uh, they proposed to offer if I wanted to hop on the team and outdoor once basketball ended, I talked to the basketball staff, they were all for it. And, uh, basically right when we got back from the tournament, they were in North Carolina, the track team for some meet at high point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I went home for that weekend. It was nice to go home. And then that Monday I started practicing. That's crazy. The track team. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. How, how was it kind of getting, how was it, uh, you know, going from one set, going from one set of guys to, you know, a completely new team. How was that kind of, a uh, you know, you know, change.
1: I mean, I've had, I've had no problem with the track kids. I, I love them all. Yeah, I mean, And they all treat me amazing too, especially like a newcomer coming in, you know, like, sometimes i don't know how other teams would feel like that if we yeah had.
0: if it's gonna be like boxed off and it's gonna be like oh who's this guy coming in yes. it's like oh he thinks he can just like walk right on yeah. in here but it, it hasn't
1: been like that. oh they've been all welcoming inviting me to anything they do stuff like that making sure to help me with the warm-ups any questions i have in practice that's I mean, awesome it's, they're all very welcoming yeah supporting great group of people and it's totally different than basketball practices where you're up and down you're competing and in track it's like oh no do this i'll help you with this yeah. stuff like that well
0: so. in, in basketball like you know, there are only five guys that can be on the court at one mm. time. So it, it so sometimes it, it can be like, oh yeah, you know, you want to do this with your shot. And it's just like, <laughs> I got him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's very competitive. And you can almost see it, like, in, at least in some very toxic teams, you can see guys almost like backstab each other. Yeah. And because, because they realize, oh, he's cutting in my playing time. I want to get, I want to get some of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm glad to hear that, you know, at least the track team isn't like that. and oh, it's, yeah. a, it's an all around good vibe. It's a
1: very like chill sport. Oh yeah, I totally. Yeah. I,
0: I can completely agree with it. Uh, but I don't know, you know, of all, of all the schools, like what got you to come to this little small school in Rhode Island? Like what got you to come to Bryant, man?
1: I mean, I don't know. My recruiting kind of died because of COVID when I was in high school. So, so I kind of didn't really know what I was going to do. Uh, I know I wanted to do something in business yeah, and, uh, I want to stay somewhat close to home. I mean, I'm, I'm about, I'm about 45 to an hour away from home. Uh, so it's a pretty good distance. Uh, coach Grasso and the staff gave me an opportunity to come uh, came here, liked it and decided to come here. Uh, and and it's been a great fit so far. And I mean, I'm enjoying my freshman year. So yeah.
0: How, how have those guys been? So I kind of want to talk some basketball with you as well. Let's go. How is, how has that whole experience been? So I know, uh, although you didn't get a chance to play this year, Mm -hmm. you got, you got to, you know, be in a locker room with an incredible team. I'd say arguably the best team that Brian's ever had in their history as a Mm -hmm. school. I mean, they never won the NEC before this. So I think that's a fair statement to make for sure. You know, being able to be in a, being able to at least just kind of like whether you're you know on the court being a fly on the wall whatever it is you're in that room with those guys what was your experience like
1: i mean i I have no regrets no anything i mean it's just a great experience great Mm -hmm. guys to be around great coaching staff i mean coach grasso just just hearing what he says and how he coaches i mean it's just a blessing to be around you learn you learn so much i mean this this year was kind of like a learning curve for me learned a lot of stuff i mean you look at guys like pete chuck all of our starters, really tough, like really good players, and yeah. you learn so much. You can add stuff to your game. You can play against them and stuff like that. I mean, it was an amazing experience. I mean, traveling to these places, going to March Madness. I mean, as a freshman, yeah, that has got to be first year. That's got to be a pretty good feeling. I mean, obviously, unfortunately, you guys, you guys went down to right state. Yeah, but, tough
0: one. But you know, you know, getting the chance to go into March Madness and work with those guys and just be in that environment. Hmm. I mean, that, that's the largest skill I believe you probably ever like.
1: Been on it at yeah. that point. How how was that? How was that? How was it taking all that in? I mean, that that's just a dream can come true. Yeah. I mean, you go to Bryant, it's a small D1 school. You have to win your league. I mean, that's really hard. Yeah. Coming here, I mean, I knew we had a really good team, and then as the season went on, I'm like we we can do this. Like yeah. we really can. Ended up winning the league, going to March Madness. I mean, it, it was just an unreal feeling. I mean, I grew up. I'm a big March Madness guy. Always filling oh, up the brackets. Oh, of course. I'm
0: there. I'm there every. I'm there every day, of the, every year. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, I didn't always like to do the virtual ones. Now I do because I because you realize you can compete against is your friends. Is that like bracketology? Yeah. Or, like, well, or, or, what's it called? Or tournament just, something. Or just March Madness live. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I always liked doing like the pen and paper one where you could like actually just like hold up your bracket and be like, this is who I got winning it. Yeah. Eventually, I've kind of phased out of it, but I remember you know, back in high school, I, I, it was the day the games were starting and I realized, oh my God, I haven't filled out a bracket yet. Yeah. And I was in, I think, uh, like health class or something. Mm-hmm. And I say to the teacher, I'm, I'm just like, Hey, can I run to the bathroom? And she goes, yeah, sure. You I print remember out I yeah. sprinted to the library, printed out like two brackets and yeah. I was just filling them out in the back of class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I got to get this down. So yeah. I think I did one for Villanova cause they're my favorites. And oh, then, yeah. uh, Duke. So I did, I did those guys. season
1: for them though. Justin Moore, is that his name? Justin Moore or what's his name? for yeah i Villanova, think Nova yeah the off guard oh he my got god yeah that, that yeah. was
0: terrible i yeah. saw that that was that was really bad yeah. yeah and then obviously unc spoiled coach k's final final run at it yeah. so and, i mean that was a bracket from a couple years back i think the year i picked it nova might have actually won but i mm. really don't even know yeah but i don't know it's it's been an it's you know obviously a ton of fun to a ton of fun to participate in probably even better to be there live oh, on my gosh, you know court yeah. side witnessing yeah, words that can't
1: describe it it was insane
0: yeah i mean Obviously, he had some great coaches doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those guys, obviously, Coach Jared Grasso just signed a what an extension through 2026 with the team. Yeah, I, I mean, it it's an incredible, uh, incredible deal for for you guys. I mean, that's got to be an amazing feeling to have him back in the building for sure. Now,
1: mm-hmm. especially for me, I mean, I'm a freshman. I mean, obviously there's worries about a new coach coming in at, at any point and uh, how they'll like your game and stuff like that. How they'll, will they even want you on the team? Yeah. I mean, sometimes they bring in new guys. Like, I mean, you see the guys at URI, most of their teams leaving, they're bringing in new coaches and new players and that's kind of how it works in college basketball. And I mean, seeing coach Grasso sign that contract, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great feeling because he'll be here uh, hopefully by the time I graduate. Yeah.
0: So, I, I, I really hope so too. I, yeah. I mean, what he what he has done for this program he is the most important oh, man of Bryant right now it's unreal, yeah. it is incredible it has gone I mean you know n- no sh- n- no uh no shaming Ross Cattell here but it has gone from Ronald K. Makeley to Jared Grosso runs mm-hmm. this university mm-hmm. I mean before before he came here Bryant was a baseball and lacrosse school mm-hmm. that's what we were yeah but in the time he has gotten here he has gotten everyone like your freshman year like- oh uh, not even like before my freshman year because he he I think he came here So four years ago, he came here, I think in 2018, I came in the fall of 19. 19. So he was already putting his plan in place and getting the program together. So, but just like from the general consensus, I knew people, uh, at Bryant, like, uh, Ryan Ward, uh, who was a outfielder here back in the day, he's on the Dodgers minor leagues now, Hmm. uh you know, incredible baseball talent here. And Bryant still has a great baseball team. And, and, and lacrosse team. Yeah, so, yeah. The, I mean, they were ranked a lot. They were ranked, I think, coming into this year at one yeah, point. both
1: of them, I think. Yeah. Both teams, yeah,
0: so, I mean, they're incredible teams and there's nothing to shame on them for that. But what Grasso has been able to do and, you know, just turn, you know, turn it into the basketball machine here. Mm. It's something I never thought I'd see. Because, I mean, the last time I probably went to the fan section of a basketball game was in high school. Yeah. Like, that's the last time I had gone to one. And I remember just coming into college and I was like, and I think my freshman year, Bryant was fine. I don't think they were anything special. They, you know, the only time I think I went to a game was when they played Brown opening night. And I went and it was fun, but it was yeah. nothing like that. This, this wasn't even like a high school crowd. This was like, this felt like a college crowd yes. that we were at. I mean,
1: I mean all the games, what, what games did you come to this year?
0: I mean, I, I think I started, you know, towards the end, I was like uh, covering stuff with, with uh, the Fairleigh Dickinson game, stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. I also work in athletic communications mm-hmm. here. So I was also, you know, recording a lot of games, doing stats. Uh, I was kind of more behind the scenes, not really as much in the stands. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was in the stands for pretty much after for the Wagner uh, championship game through the uh, you know Yeah. Through yeah. the playoffs. I was at every single game, yeah. And my God, man, the, those stands were rocking The
1: doors. The doors will open up at six o'clock and it's filled up by six fifteen.
0: Dude, the I ticket mean, lines.
1: The ticket oh, lines were insane. Wrapping around to the AIC. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's insane.
0: I mean, I I have never seen that in my time here, that mm. people going that nuts for tickets. I oh, mean, yeah. people maybe, I mean, maybe online, people were going nuts for the Josh Peck tickets that just came out because oh, yeah. he's announced as a speaker here. But I, for, for a sporting event here, man, I have never seen that. And I was like, you know what? Congrats to Coach Grosso. And I, I, I love what he's been able to do for this school. And mm-hmm. I love how much he knows he is loved by, by this oh, community. Yeah. Because- you know, the, the fans will chant his name during the games. And then he obviously kind of pays it forward too, because, you know, when he was given out, when, uh, when the tickets were going on sale, pizzas, he's, wa- he's right? walking through with Domino's pizza, handed yeah. out to people online. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, how is, I mean, this man has indebted himself to this community. I'm glad he got rewarded for it. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you know, man being on the court at those, at, you know, obviously being in the stands, uh, for those games was something special, mm. uh, for yourself being on the court, what yeah. was, you know, being able to hear all the fans behind you, what was that whole experience like?
1: Especially our fans. Oh my God. They're rabid. Ruthless. Oh my God. I mean, mean, did you hear some of the chants? Oh yeah. Oh my God. That last Wagner game was crazy. Yeah. I mean,
0: mean, there are chance on here. I cannot say, Yeah, I I cannot
1: say the chance. I mean, they they are that bad. It's just so loud. I mean, the gym is so small. It just gets so loud and filled up so quick. I mean, we had the whole stands behind us in white yeah and that's crazy that's a the whiteouts like, were by far the best kids. yeah
0: those were the best that was the best decision that we made like oh yeah we did a blackout for a game i think it was against uh central connecticut and yeah it, it,
1: and it, the crowd and was... we didn't play well that game either. yeah
0: like it, yeah. It, like and like i think a lot of people were surprised and like i remember i remember you guys you guys weren't down but i think you were only up by like eight or something at halftime yeah. and i remember you guys going in and i was just like they play Wagner again they could be in serious trouble if they're playing like yeah. this now come playoff time mm. and then you know obviously after that switch completely flips you guys go to face mount very contentious game based mm. on the history there last year I know you weren't here for that but mm. that was a very heated game uh, I was lucky enough to peek in through a window to see it live as it was happening yeah. and uh, see Charles Pride you know flip a switch in his head and you know mm-hmm. become an offensive scoring pr- uh threat now Uh it, it, it's crazy though and then that game,
1: uh, that game was unreal
0: oh the mount game I mean ridiculous
1: i mean i was worried that yes. game that i mean
0: oof. i i was freaking out in that game yeah. i i can't lie and then obviously obviously then the wagner game just
1: that was just unbelievable yeah i, mean, I, I couldn't believe what i was seeing well i mean game. i mean we jumped out it was like 36 to 6 yeah it was or 30, something at yeah. some point I, I, I was like, is this going like what's going on right I, now? I
0: couldn't actually believe what i was physically yeah. seeing and then so I remember as it was happening I think you guys were up by like maybe 22 points at one point mm-hmm. and I, I and in my mind I was like okay Bryant got hot they're going on a run and but you know you know Wagner they'll I felt the they'll, same way. they'll turn yeah. it on at any moment and yeah. I was just like I was like you know what you know Bryant may have just emptied the gas tank and Wagner could get back in that was my thoughts of what happened that wasn't the case. And Brian, and you guys just kept on steamrolling these guys,
1: especially halftime. Like we were all very focused. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't here last year, obviously, but I mean, that had to be a horrible loss for anyone coming back losing yeah. the championship at home.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, you got to see it on TV, like with, with yeah. certain guys, I remember Pete took it very hard and then oh, yeah. other guys really, uh, you know, they took it to heart and I think, you know, drove them to uh, this, this revenge tour this yeah. year. But I mean, that game was just insane. I mean, like you guys were just dominating them. The fans are into it. Coach Grossos yeah. into it. Everyone's, you know, I have never seen a place more rowdy in my entire life. Oh, it
1: was all over ESPN and stuff like that. Yeah. Barstool, all yeah. the fans. I mean, it was insane.
0: And obviously the reason it kind of got there is because of what boiled over at yeah. the end. I think it was like, what, four minutes, 30 something seconds left.
1: Yeah, and I was surprised they didn't even call the game. I, mean, I,
0: I don't know how they didn't call the game. Because if,
1: if the roles were reversed and we were at Wagner and that happened, we probably would have played it through. But at the end of the day, like, is it we're down 30 like with four minutes left in the crowd is clearly like slurring some some crazy words yeah i mean and i I mean mean,
0: obviously to the bryant fans that did that i don't i have no respect for the people that did that and to the the wagner fans same thing here i i saw the fight and i basically see i've seen how things kind of escalated and Mm. you can see certain things i've heard rumors i don't want to spread on this show but basically I I, like from, for what people don't know about the Bryant crowd is besides that, like one section, everyone else over once we realized what was happening, we all sat down. Like as soon as we figured out, Oh, there's a fight going on. We were like, we're not getting involved with this anymore. We thought the Wagner fans were just like saying some stuff back. Or there was like, actually, you know what I thought was happening when it all started? uh, You see from my angle, I was sitting about center court and I'm looking down and I see Were you
1: high or like low uh, or right in the middle, kind of like
0: right in the middle of the court. And I'm at the game and I'm sitting about middle of the court and I look over at the Wagner bench and I basically see, uh, you know, a couple of the guys trying to get into the stands or, you know, the players, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and well, what I fit, what at the time we figured out it was them trying to get in the stance at that moment, I see one of the players getting taken away from uh, the others. Mm-hmm. And in my mind at that time, I thought, Oh, this team's trying to the team's like breaking apart. They're like fighting each other. And I thought they were like, mm-hmm. you know, fighting internally. That's, I didn't, that's what I thought was happening. And I think, a lot of other fans may have realized that and were cheering on the fact that they that they thought they were blowing up. Yes, and I think that's what I thought was happening. Then we realized it escalated into the stands and chairs were thrown, bottles were thrown. Yeah, I again, I was sitting mid court. A Wagner fan from the opposite side took a Powerade bottle and hit a person two rows behind me. Yeah, it was nuts. I mean, I know you guys were on the court, kind of like just trying to hold back.
1: Yeah, we didn't even know what was going on. I mean, all of yeah. our coaches were just don't say anything, don't do anything. We're going to win this game. Yeah. So, I mean, no one wanted to do any stupid stuff. So we ended up going to a locker room, but whatever happened, happened and that's just insane. Yeah. I mean, they
0: said they were going to clear out the place and they didn't. So that would have, that
1: would have stunk if if they cleared out the place. Yeah. I mean,
0: did that take kind of the wind? Did that take the wind out of the sails for you? The, that, all that happening?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say it took it away if they took out the fans, it would have. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, because he still that, got to get the final. Courts... Yeah, 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 he still the got the court, court storm and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was fine. I thought Bill Smith, our athletic director, did a decent job at the end uh, yeah. saying, OK, everyone's going to stay put. We're going to shake hands. We're going to let Wagner leave and then we're going to celebrate. And I think that's a good way to go about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, they handle it the best way they possibly could have. Mm hmm. So I'm at least glad that they were able to, uh, that you guys were able to, uh, you know, be able to have that experience on the hmm. court, go from there. Uh, I, I don't know, Co- moving forward though. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned, I mentioned your, I mentioned your, uh, your high jumping. I mentioned, uh, some of your, some of your favorite moments with basketball for you. What's been your favorite bulldog moment so far as an athlete here? Uh,
1: I mean, oh, that's a, that's a tough one. I I could go individual and say that high jump, but mm-hmm. I mean, my goal is to break that. So yeah. I mean, maybe this weekend I can break that. Uh, but I have to go to the NEC, the NEC championship game. And then obviously the Wright State game, that whole March Madness experience. That's, that's one not a lot of people can say they've been to. And it was just an amazing experience. I mean, the, flying there on a chartered plane. Absolutely. Uh, the hotels, uh, just the arena. University of Dayton was all done up. March Madness filled up too. probably 12,000 people at the game. <sighs> It was just an amazing experience between that and the championship game for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean that's gotta be an incredible experience to be yeah. at, Uh, you know, just as an athlete uh, you know, I, I asked this kind of question to a bunch of athletes, but what are some, you know, in, in kind of a, you know, getting to this level in, in your athletic career, what are some obstacles that you faced and, you know, how have you been able to overcome them?
1: I mean, the obstacles I want to say is just sacrificing some things. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially as a, I mean, for me, I'm playing two days in one sports. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I mean, our, our coaching staff is, it's all about the work. That's their phrase. It's all about the work and you got to outwork the next person. And, uh, you just have to sacrifice some things. Like sometimes my social life isn't there and that's, that's fine. Uh, I have to sacrifice some things, some things for school. Uh, you have to balance schoolwork with that. Uh, and I'm playing two sports, my schedule doesn't line up with track, it kind of lines up with basketball. Yeah. So I mean, I got to go about my schedule, make sure I'm getting my schoolwork done, my basketball stuff done. I mean, I don't really have any time for the extra stuff. Yeah, And I mean, I don't want to say that's a like a downer for me, because I mean, I'm focused on what I want to do. So that doesn't affect me. But you do need to make a lot of sacrifices to be to be successful, I want to say. And I think uh, freshman year i'm adjusting pretty well so. yeah
0: i i'd have to say so i mean you yeah. you're, you're at least able to you know do some things which is yeah. good, which is good to see uh for you know kind of moving forward then uh you know what are your what are your thoughts next year so obviously we were talking some we were talking some basketball so you know you know you, you guys did go out to right state and mm-hmm. you ended up losing to those guys but going in going into next year there's going to be a lot of turnover on this roster. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I think we're losing what five seniors. So we're losing Mm -hmm. Pete. We're losing Adam, Luis, uh, uh, hall. And then Greg, Greg. Yeah. So we're losing a pretty good, we're losing a pretty good, decent chunk of our Mm -hmm. guys. How do you feel about the team next year?
1: Uh, I think, I think we'll be just fine. Yeah. We've had guys on campus that have been, that are really good players, high level players, uh, we have a couple guys coming in that will play right away. Mm-hmm. I know that. And then I know
0: we have some transfers that are coming in too. obviously Antoine Walker from URI mm-hmm. that that's been announced. So I'm really excited about what's going to happen mm-hmm. there. He's someone I'm really excited about. And I, I, I mm-hmm. like what I've seen from him at a, at a URI. I love it to get a chance to talk with him at some mm-hmm. point and, you know, get his thoughts on coming to Bryant. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for, for things moving forward with the program. Obviously we're, we're getting, we're moving to a new conference next year. That's going to be a pretty mm-hmm. big, uh, pretty big adjustment. I know some teams, some teams are saying this is going to be worse for them. How do you guys feel about, about going to this new competition?
1: I mean, I I don't think we're scared at all. We're very excited. I mean, the NEC is going to be down next year unless uh, coaches need to recruit. Mm -hmm. Um, We're kind of glad we're moving up. Uh, We'll face the challenge. I think we'll be just fine with our team. Um, It's not a rebuilding year by any means. We're going there to win the league uh, first year. Vermont's a tough team. I mean, that's a tough conference, but I think, I think we'll be just fine.
0: That's awesome to hear. So I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be some very uh, it's gonna be a very different look for it with you though. I mean, it in my opinion, the America East is very top heavy. It's it, 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 it goes Vermont and then you know it's kind of just the a bottom sm-
1: isn't great at all. Yeah,
0: it, the bottom is not really anything special. You could throw a bunch of those guys, I think, in the NEC and yeah. it'd be you know very similar kind of results. And then even like even like two through the rest of those guys, it's kind of just a smattering of uh, other teams. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how exactly competitive it's really going to be, mm-hmm. but I I'm excited for what's going to come with that though. I really, I really am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, one of the things, uh, too, that, that I'm wondering is, uh, what are some goals for yourself next year? So obviously you didn't get a chance to play this mm-hmm. year. Uh, but, but next year, you know, what are some, uh, if, when you do get that opportunity, what are mm-hmm. some, uh, things you you're going to try to do?
1: Uh, I think me, is just kind of knowing my role. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not that guy. Like I was in high school. I think I need to play a lot harder. Uh, if I want to find, you know, ways to get on the court, I need to work on some things. And I need to kind of showcase what I'm good at. You like know? what what things? What are you trying to improve on? Uh, for me, I think from high school, I need to play a lot harder. Okay. Uh, I had the ball in my hands in high school a lot. Uh, kind of played the two, the one, the four, everything in high school. Uh, did really well my senior year. But here it's different. I mean, you have guys like Pete who are very ball dominant. And Pete's going to take most of the shots. And yeah. that's as it should, you know. Uh, for me, I need to probably rebound, rebound better. Uh, do all the dirty work. Play some defense. And just be in good shape. And I mean, hit the open shot. That's why I really need to work on this summer is my jump shot. Are you
0: ready for that grind? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'd love to see but, it. But
1: uh, just just playing hard overall and just working on my skills. I mean, I think I'll be okay going forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we mentioned Coach Garasso earlier on the show mm-hmm. in terms of coaching. And, you know, obviously he's had an incredible impact on this team. But for yourself, since you've been here, who are some other individuals that have really, uh, you know, helped you kind of elevate your, elevate your game? In, in both areas, you can talk about track and basketball.
1: Um, probably my strength and conditioning coach, Coach Buck. I've heard great things about about Oh, he's he's amazing. And he's also the strength and conditioning coach for the men's track team. Oh, that's awesome. And women's track team. So it kind of goes hand to hand. Um, I was with him all winter. I took a red shirt this year, so Mm -hmm. I wasn't uh, eligible to play. So I was doing some very like harder stuff in the weight room with him all winter getting ready. And that's kind of why I'm seeing success in track. Um, He knows all of his stuff, whether it's weights, bands, stretching, icing, heating, any training stuff. I mean, he's that guy. Yeah. So I mean be,
0: being able to have someone go over and ha- have that turnover. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going from one guy to another. Like this guy knows you, like mm. for in and I mean, just being able to have that it's just have that simplicity. It's also gonna be you don't know, you also don't have to worry about there being too many cooks in the kitchen when mm. it comes to, you know, one coach might be saying, Hey, I want you to do this lift, and the other coach will be say will be saying, No, you'll 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 kill yourself if you do that. Exactly. So yeah. like it like he knows what's going to be best for you and there's not going to be any confusion on that. Exactly.
1: Side. And I trust him and he's, and he's great with that. I mean, between him, everyone else in the weight room um, and everyone on the basketball staff, everyone has their role and they've been great to me. Yeah. And the track staff has been very welcoming. I mean, thankfully I've had no bad experiences really my freshman year. And I think a lot of freshmen, whether they play sports or not go through them, go through some things their freshman year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I think I'm really just enjoying my freshman year and just hoping for the best going forward. So, mm,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously there's a ton of things that, that probably, I think a lot of people here go through, Mm. uh, you know, outside of sports in general. And, you know, you talk about social life and some things like that. Mm -hmm. What are some other, you know, adjustments that you've probably had to make since coming here, especially, you know, what while the, while you are, while you are a freshman, you do have, you do have to balance the fact of being an athlete outside mm-hmm. of social life. What are some other
1: things that you've had to try and balance? I mean, surprisingly eating. Like, yeah. Yeah, like eating. yeah. Yes. Actually, <laughs> no.
0: What, what, what am I saying? Yes. You're actually right. Yeah. So you, well, it's because the dining hall here sucks.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's not amazing. I heard we're getting a new dining hall. Yeah. And, I'm going to be gone. <laughs> you'll be gone. Yeah. I might even be gone by the yeah. way. I mean, and then a new basketball arena that's yeah. getting put in next year. probably won't be done.
0: It'll be done, I think, you won't 2024. Be here. Yeah, you probably I mean, wouldn't be here. I live close, so I'll come back. I'll yeah. watch. Oh, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll watch
1: I'll watch you guys in some games. Yeah. No. Nah. But uh no, eating is just like one I didn't think would be hard. Well, you know well, I mean? you hear
0: about the freshman 15, but a lot of people don't realize it, 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 it can go one way or the other. Yes. It really can. Because <laughs> if you do not like the food at your dining hall, mm. you just will say, I don't need dinner tonight. Yeah. I, I just don't need to eat it. And then it'll be yeah. like well who needs breakfast
1: and it's just like I mean, sometimes you're just like eating one meal a day and it's just yeah. like yeah that's what college is yeah and yeah. and for me like it's not even that the food stinks i think i can it does it's not amazing i'm not gonna sit here and say salmo is amazing but come on man well, i can I, find i i, I even you, you don't need to pump up salmo here yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. like you, you're not gonna lose a scholarship yeah, yeah, over, yeah. over over yeah, you yeah. know going on salmo the oh, coaches no. will probably tell you that salmo yeah. sucks but I know what I meant by that is just between my schedule, it's very hard to find time to eat yeah. during the day, which you wouldn't even think about. You'd think there'd be a set time, but it's not. I mean, I mean, for example, my schedule, I mean, today I lifted with the basketball team at eight in the morning. Uh, then I went out to the track and I track practice or it was inside today until um, class until 1230. And then I had class from twelve thirty right to three fifteen. Had a meeting with my advisor from three fifteen to three thirty. Met with a math tutor from three thirty to four thirty. And then like what when am I gonna eat? You yeah. know, like I have to eat before lift. And then sometimes I mean I catch myself leaving class to go eat, which is ins- like which is insane. And then you gotta go to the training room every once in a while. So I mean it's just it's very tedious work. Yeah, there's a lot of just nitty gritty. Eating stuff. is a thing you, you wouldn't think you need to find time in your day to do, but like Especially for me, I don't want to put on weight, but I don't want to lose weight. I kind of want to get more fit, yeah. if that makes sense. And for me, I need to eat three meals a day and make sure I'm doing that. So no, I mean, I, it can be difficult.
0: No, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I know at least for myself, fresh near. I think I came home one time and I I, I, I like just was stepping on the scale because I didn't have one. I didn't have one here and I was just like, oh my god, I lost ten
1: pounds. Yeah, I was like, what and the nothing, hell? nothing changed in your work routine? No, probably. nothing.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean the other thing too. You like you're walking a ton, so there's yeah. that too. So you're gonna you're gonna shed calories that way, mm-hmm. and then and then you end up saying. Oh yeah, well I I guess I didn't I guess I really only just had one bowl of pasta and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, it eventually eventually you end up going like oh shoot like I guess I need to eat a little bit more. Yeah, so I don't know that 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 is something I I can definitely attest to. Ah, uh, but man, uh, before we before we do end up going, uh, I, as I mentioned, I, I I like to ask uh all, all all the athletes I have on this show a very similar question and. You know, it's something that unfortunately happens to all of us, uh, whether you make it to the height of the NBA or, you know, you are done with basketball after middle mm. school. It doesn't matter when, uh, when it doesn't matter. Eventually, it does end at the end of the day mm. for yourself. I, kn- I know you said right now you're, you know, before the show, you mentioned you're undecided in your major. So mm. I know there's still like some career path things and, you know, formal educational things you're trying to do. But right now, if, you know,
1: basketball was to go away, what would be your dream job? I mean, my dream job, I mean, some things would just be around sports. I mean, maybe working for a sports agency, like that, would, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and even just like, just working in the city. I mean, I, I'm- You're 15, a city boy? Yeah. 15, 20 minutes outside of Boston. I mean, going to, going to Boston every day and working in an office. I mean, that wouldn't mind me if I kind of liked what I did. Yeah. Uh, like I said, though, I would want to be around sports, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's a good balance of, I mean, work and sports. Uh, an agency would be a really cool job. And that's That'd something awesome. I'm looking into, what majors to uh, focus on if I really want to pursue that. But uh, it is a hard industry. I mean, Absolutely, you need man. to know some people, but I mean, that would be a really dream job because you're around a sport that you really like and uh, you get some great connections. You meet some very, very good guys. Oh, I, yeah. mean, no, it, I mean, I mean, the connections you'll just meet here, man. I swear to oh, you, it's- I mean, you know, Coach Duhan. do you know Chris Duhan? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, played at Duke with Coach K. He's played played in the league for 10 years. Played with yeah. Kobe. Oh, my gosh. And he's the most humble guy that, I mean, that you'll meet.
0: And that, that yeah. I actually meant to mention him before we ended up going down to the mm-hmm. wire. Uh, Coach Duhan. I mean, uh, when uh, Grasso was, you know, int- when Grasso was entertaining some coaching searches, I-, I was saying, like, you know, I mean, this guy has NBA experience. Like maybe like if, if Grasso was to leave, we could be like, hey, you want to like, take the job? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an incredible. He's an incredible guy from what oh I've heard. Gosh, yeah.
1: I mean, how has he been with, with you guys? I mean, just player development and just being there for all of us. I mean, he's he's a great role model to be around. Yeah. And he's just a very humble guy. I mean, and you wouldn't expect you from know someone coming him, out yeah, of the NBA. Yeah. If, if you didn't know him, you'd be like, oh, this is just a really nice coach. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I mean, we go to some away games and there's people that are coming to the game that leave after they get his autograph. I mean, I remember we went to Merrimack and before the game, some student came up to him, got his autograph, and then left. Didn't even stay for the Jesus. game. I mean, St. Francis PA had happened and he's just really great about it.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um, and he's just a really humble guy and he knows his stuff. Has I mean, he, has he, has he ever mentioned like any coach K stories or any, or Kobe stories to you guys? Uh, no, but he, he did mention Kobe's work ethic one time. Really? And, uh, he was just saying how it's different. And yeah. I mean, it was just a great story. And for him, he just really knows his stuff. I mean, between pace, skill work and stuff like that, even just him being on the sidelines, he can call players over, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. Mm-hmm you'll literally see it the next plane. It works. I mean, it's just <laughs> stuff like that. And but, I mean, he sees all the little things. It's just the
0: NBA touch. I mean, yeah. it, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know like we, uh, you know, we were, uh, you know, doing some stuff with athletic communications and, mm-hmm. you know, we were, we were actually kind of hoping that, you know, Hey, we, not, not for, not to kind of, you know, screw with you guys, but we were just like, we were like, Oh, if Bryant got a chance to play Duke. We were, we, we would have we gotten a really good chance for, uh you know, to have maybe a moment with uh, coach K and Duhan. Yeah. We, we were thinking about, we were actually thinking about so that. So we
1: actually, this is a funny story. So we were scheduled to play at Cornell early in the year mm-hmm. on a weekend and that game got canceled. So yeah. we had no game that weekend and Duke's game got canceled. <laughs> and obviously coach Duhan knows coach k very well yeah and uh we were trying to get that game and they they (sighs) were they were interested really uh, duke was but i think between the traveling and stuff like that i mean we didn't want to pay for all this traveling I don't. I didn't think Duke I mean, was down to pay for a jet to come play them. Boy, well, yeah, they were gonna be down to play for a jet to come play them. They, I also, yeah.
0: I also know Duke wouldn't be packing the chase anytime oh, soon. Yeah, no, no. but they're, no, they're
1: not coming to Rhode Island. I'll tell you that. I,
0: I, I, uh, I know, I know. But that would have been a great, a great experience. I oh mean, my God, to be able. I mean, I know Brian. I think they played them back in like 2016 or something. It was at Duke, I think. Yeah, right? it was yeah, at yeah, Duke. Yeah. I think they got killed. Oh, <laughs> but, probably. But, I mean, but yeah. honestly,
1: to, that, that's like that's a compliment to yeah. get killed by Duke. It's like like hey, that though. That's another experience. Like those guys didn't experience an NEC title or March Madness. Mm-hmm. but that's probably one of their highlights of their oh college career.
0: Getting to step on that Cameron Cameron Crazies right there. I mean, that's probably insane. Oh my god, it's probably yeah. something it's probably unreal. I I don't I couldn't probably never describe that. Yeah. Uh, but uh Mike, it's been a great time talking to yeah, you. Unfortunately though, we are now officially down mm. to the wire, which means that we're going to do a quick wrap up of things that we talked about in this episode and get on uh and you know, get on with the night. Uh, so obviously we welcomed on Mr. Mike Marshall onto the show to talk about his track and basketball careers here at Bryant. Mike, thank you once again for coming on, man. I appreciate it. It's kind of a weird little yeah. squeeze <laughs> at the laptop, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank I, you for having me. Absolutely, man. I'd love to have you on just to talk some basketball or, oh, yeah, anything, sure. or anything like that uh, in the future. I, you know, for, for, you, for anyone who doesn't know this show and maybe it's their first time watching, I also, uh, do some just general sports talk segments. So mm. if you're ever interested in just talking some basketball news, there's obviously going to be a lot of it coming up with the NBA playoffs yeah. approaching, uh, you know, maybe talk, you know, well, it's kind of more present, but you know, the Lakers not making the playoffs oh, and how things, about that? Yeah. Some things going on there. Yeah. I mean, it's complete embarrassment, <laughs> but, uh, three top 10 players in the NBA. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm so sorry. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the guy of, of just being like, this ends
1: the debate, but I'm just like, what? I'm, if, if, if Jordan's on that team, it's not happening.
0: It's not happening.
1: Yeah, it's just simply not happening. You no, could, no playing game. You that's could, insane. No. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. you couldn't even make, when Jordan was in the league, you didn't even, it was eight seeds and that was it. The yeah. fact that, the fact that they couldn't even make a 10 seed playing game. I'm sorry. That's the most embarrassing thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. that,
1: that That's ridiculous with, ah. the, with the team they had too. I mean, yeah. it's just sad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I no, put, I, I really I don't mean, know what to say on yeah. that, That that is embarrassing. But obviously uh,
0: that that's a preview of something that we could get. Mm. If you're interested in coming back, we could, yeah, do a, sure. we could do a full segment on something like that. But obviously we mentioned his track and basketball careers, as well as uh, some of the people that have helped him along the way. And, uh, just a general all around great conversation. I really do thank him for coming on. Uh, but before we do leave, if you guys are not falling down to the wire at this point, what are you guys doing? We're available everywhere. Everywhere You guys can find podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and more. You can also find the video stream to this podcast on YouTube, and you can also live stream this podcast on Thursdays on Wednesdays and Fridays from 7 to 8 PM on WJMF 88.7 HD 2 Smithfield Providence. Uh, you can find all the links to this stuff, again, in our Instagram at down.tothewire on Instagram, again, at down.tothewire on Instagram. Mike, is there anything you want to say before you before we take off? No, just thank you for having me. I mean, it's a great experience. So. Anytime, man. I'd love to have you back on yeah. again to chat some stuff. So thank you guys again so much for watching. And from Down to the Wire, I'm Brian Costa. And I'm Mike Marshall. Have a great day. Take care and peace out. WJMF Radio.